This episode is sponsored by my company, No Laughing Matter Productions. The company started as a photography and videography production group, which I still do. However, I have moved more into graphic design, making stream graphics and custom logos for streamers. In this episode, my co-host Owls and I will be talking more about how we got our start into streaming, what got us into gaming, and we'll be interacting with chat as we do the live recordings on twitch.tv every Wednesday. Links to the podcast stream channel and our personal stream channels will be in the show notes. If you want to ask us any questions that we could utilize on our next recorded episode, please go on Twitter and use the hashtag MHPGroupTherapy. Now, let's get to the chaos. I am Joker. I am the and warden of the Madhouse. And I'm Owls, a patient of the Madhouse. No, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I guess you are. Yeah. Am I, like, what What would I be? So there's warden, and then what are the people that, like, take care of them? I'm not a therapist, but, like, Oh, there we go. Inst- instead of orderly, we can make you the Ooh, therapist. Ooh, orderly. Oh, therapist. I didn't yeah. want to be a therapist. You didn't want to I'm be not a therapist. To give it... I mean, like, this is group therapy, but I don't give advice. Well, maybe. I think we do. We might. You might not need to take it, though. <laughs> anyway. I was thinking more like orderly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the orderlies are the, the bouncers, the mods. Uh, That's true. But anyway, this is the Madhouse podcast. And we, as the Madhouse, present to you group therapy, where we talk about a lot of different things. Anything, mostly uh, video game related to start, but we'll throw in some very odd topics later. Uh, One, to include a very sneak peek at the end of the live stream that will be kind of giving you a hint or an idea of what we'll be talking about next week as well. We'll put a little Easter egg at the end. Giggity. But today being our first official episode, we do have a pilot episode getting started um, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public, all available thanks to Red Circle. Red Circle being our free host for our podcast and the RSS that allows us to distribute to all the different platforms. Uh, Right now we are not on iTunes or yeah, the iTunes podcast like network yet it takes a few extra steps to get that in and I have to work on that after my work week is over uh, Friday so hopefully by next uh, week we'll have iTunes accessibility as well but again right now we're just on Spotify uh, Radio Public and Google Podcast if you want to look us up in any of those platforms Or you can look us up directly through the RSS feed and Red Circle 
and you can still subscribe to us there. You can subscribe to us on our Twitch channel, which we are currently live stream slash recording to and allowing our audience to kind of interact with us more directly. Uh, we talk to our audience roughly about what what we do, 15 minutes at the beginning? About, yeah, after we got kind of situated. Yeah. And um, talk to the live audience roughly about 15 or so minutes before we do the official recording side. During the recording, we will not necessarily be interacting with our Twitch chat just to kind of make it more even on par with the audio listeners out there. If uh, we do reference something, depending on the topic, that has a visual uh, portion to it, we'll try to describe it as best as possible for the audio. But if you want to be a part of the live uh, recording, please join us on twitch.tv backslash the Madhouse Podcast. Alice, do you got anything you want to say as far as introductions? Uh, not really. I don't have much more to add to that. I would just clarify maybe not the Madhouse because people might spell it T-H-E-E <laughs> and just say the Madhouse podcast. Well, then you're going to get someone that's going to say T-H-A, the. No, it'd be like T-H-U-H, like the. <laughs> like duh, but the. <laughs> like duh, but the. Yeah. <laughs> you get one of those. You never yeah. know. People might be a little bit too literal on that. Yeah, I know, right? But that is T-H-E-M-A-D-H-O-U-S-E podcast. All one word. You're not going to spell podcast? Oh, I'm sorry. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You never know. I would like, can you do it in, with? use your military background. And <laughs> what is it? T for Tom. That's not, oh, I know that's not you're it. You're talking about the phonetic alphabet. Phonetic. That was the word I was thinking of. Yeah. So I'm so bad at it. I remember when I was at work, I couldn't think of anything and I kept naming foods. And the person was like, You're probably hungry. Yeah. This is lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. The phonetic <laughs> alphabet, that would take a few minutes because it's exactly a word per letter. So just the mm -hmm. is Tango Hotel Echo. Yeah. That's a lot. So, yeah, I'm not going to go through the phonetic alphabet for uh, how to spell the Twitch channel, but all links will be available in show notes as well as um, any of the platforms that I mentioned. They will show the show notes in the descriptions. And then obviously here on Twitch, we have our panels down below. But I think it's How would you do owl? I'm just a side note. Owl? Oh, in the phonetic alphabet? Uh-huh. That would be Oscar Whiskey Lima. I kind of like that. If I ever made like a other channel, mm -hmm. I might use that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um. All right. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Everything looks good. So we have some mods in chat just to help uh, alleviate any issues that trolls and the... Because all... Twitch trolls are a thing still for some odd reason. Um, I want to thank everybody in our Twitch before we get into the actual question side again. That following us, it, it definitely means a lot helping us uh, grow this channel and the podcast itself on the Twitch side. But also going to the different platforms, doing the downloads, that's where you'll be able to help us out a lot. Especially the Red Circle um, 
either app or the Red Circle web page. Download our listening from there. It helps our what's analytics. That sounds like a right word. And the downloads are what give us a popular rating. Also, if you on those particular platforms, if you could leave a review, if they have that available, um, that would be awesome as well. Because these are something that we're just both really diving into. And anything we can do to make this a better experience for both the audio-only side and the visual audio Twitch side would be greatly appreciated. All right. So Joker. We also- <laughs> All right. Last- Should we also mention the sponsorship? Oh, yes. Thank you. So mm-hmm. um, currently we have one sponsor outside of my own graphic design fo- photo business that I do, which is the NLMP name. But we have an outside sponsor. It is Warrior Axe Coffee. And you can find them, of course, at warrioraxecoffee.com. We do not offer any discounts at the current moment, only because the owner, Bobby Allman, is um, local. He brews everything himself, roasts the beans, grinds them up, and packages them himself with family. They are veteran and slash LEO, or law enforcement owned. A great group of guys and girls. Uh, But they also take 10% of their profits to give to charity the St. Baldwick's um, charity and then also the Gary Sinise Foundation uh, so for veteran side and that's why we're not offering any discounts but we do want to promote them because one it's damn good coffee and hopefully we can get Al's her pound of coffee this month this coming up month so that would be fun once we get you can taste how freaking awesome it is because I love coffee as do I and yeah so that's our current sponsor and we want to thank them hopefully one day here soon we can i can talk to bobby and get him on here and he can talk a little bit more about the details of his business and how he got started and all that good jazz as well that Um, would be awesome hell y'all i'll have to be one of the times that i come out to visit so we can kind of do it together oh yeah all in one well i mean we can be great um i'm gonna try because he's i'm gonna try to get him on here he also does a fitness and podcast himself uh, mm-hmm. what i'll do is, is i'll link um for the show notes today i'll make sure i link his uh his podcast information on the show notes for spotify and all that let me make a Wonderful. note of this real quick boop 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 no, don't use that. I might get. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what it was. I take it back. Take it all back. Take it back. It was all off key, anyways. It's not. It's not really usable. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Was, mm. Now, <laughs> as far as the the content, uh, we just wanted. We had an idea of trying to help or add to the introduction side of this, um, and. We want to start with letting you know, everybody in Twitch or on the podcast, who we are and how we got into this. I mean, we thankfully, the Madhouse has built a wonderful community of well over a hundred members in the Discord, but also our different um, Twitch streams, our gaming 
uh, streams on Twitch. The communities are vastly growing amongst each other, and I, I am I could not be prouder as uh, one of the original admins and the warden of the Madhouse community on Twitch. So I wanted to uh, just kind of break down, got some questions for us that we can all answer, and hopefully uh, give you a little bit more information in the audiences, audiences of who we are, how we got here, and hopefully where we want to go from here. Yes, definitely. Because some of you may have watched us, but I don't think we've really kind of gone over like our actual backgrounds. Just kind of go straight into the gaming. Yeah. Sorry, I, I vape, so there'll be times that I am not audibly inclined, so I have to break oh, those up. Like this. Yeah, I get really <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a really good audio cue. I know, right? <laughs> All right, so let's start with uh, the questions. We'll direct them at Owls. Uh, first, Ooh. let her do some talking here, since I obviously command or I I take over inadvertently, and I don't want to do that all the time. I'm gonna try mm. my best not to do that as yeah. often. God, shut up, Joker! Jesus, I know, right? <laughs> Fuck. But let's start out with the question: Is um, how did you get into video gaming? So okay, so. I can go back as far as when I was, hmm, let's say like eight or nine, maybe elementary school at some point. I think my first interaction with gaming was an Xbox playing Fusion Frenzy. Do you remember that game? Oh my God. Hold on. Xbox was middle school for you? I don't know. That's probably no. I said elementary school. Oh, element! Wow, that's even worse. That's probably worse, actually. Okay, let's um, start out with the reference of our own age. So I'm okay, 36 yeah. years old. I'm 29. I'm not that much younger than you. That's like that's seven years. That's really <laughs> not that much. Okay, so there's your solid reference. I'm 36. She's 29. So that gives you. Mm-hmm. We're more. I'm an elder millennial here, and she's elder like a a middle aged millennial. Aren't you a boomer? No, <laughs> that's prior nineteen eighty. Elder millennial. Prior nineteen eighty two is the uh, Gen X, oh, and then before okay. that is the boomer age. Okay. Okay, so, so just to, to get back to reference the. the slight age difference as we get older it's not a big deal like maybe back then it was a little bit of a deal but as you get older seven years just becomes less and less mm-hmm. yeah it becomes less of a thing so all right yeah. so you said elementary school and xbox the original yes. xbox the big block mm-hmm. xbox. yeah the block with the big x on it that thing okay so, so continue. it was Fusion Frenzy. That was probably my first interaction. It would be when I would go over to my dad's friend's house and he had a uh, his friend had a bunch of kids and we would all play Fusion Frenzy. That's probably the first time that I really like remember liking a game and it's very much the same type of games that I like now, co-op kind of silly easy games to play. Uh as I got a little older, I probably PlayStation 2 I'm not going to reference the time because I have no idea, but I played a little bit of 
Simpsons Road Rage. I really enjoyed that one. But I never really got fully into gaming until about four or five years ago. Uh, I, God, my husband, big gamer, straight like Diablo 2, all of it. He played Overwatch. Okay. And and I was like, you know, at the time, because I didn't really game as much, it's like, oh, can you pause your game? Can you come play with me? Play with me? Can you come hang out with me? <laughs> uh, and he was always, he's like, you should try this game. You should try it. One day I finally decided to actually try it. And from then on, I've been hooked. About four or five years now, I've been getting really into gaming. Okay. So, so as far as kinda... the gamer idea or thought mm-hmm. process, you didn't really dive into it until just a few years ago. Correct. So it's been kind of a back burner. I've played things like, not like, I wouldn't say mainstream, but more prominent, like Guitar Hero, Rock Band, like dabbled in gaming. But as far as like really got into gaming, it was about four or five years ago when I actually got really addicted Mm, okay so Mm -hmm. the game that did it for you that brought you into the gaming world was what exactly overwatch overwatch okay Mm -hmm. and let's see let's when did overwatch come out originally Ooh, i have no idea that would be something that i will reference the internets the interwebs yeah overwatch release date may 24th 2016 that doesn't feel right it does feel right it's 2022 okay (laughs) and let's see so two Um, roughly about two years because you said four years ago so about 2018 is when you initially dived hardcore well i say hardcore but let me see i can tell you when i purchased the game okay i think let me see if i can remember my login click 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 just so you guys yeah okay so let's count. See. Let me see. Transaction history. Purchased Overwatch May 28th, 2018. Oh, wow. And May 24th, 2016 is the initial release date for Overwatch. So the game had been out for about two years before I played it. Yeah. Just shy of exactly two years, you bought it. Mm hmm. And that's and when I probably you fell in started. Mm hmm. I played it maybe the day or two before on uh, my husband's computer. Mm-hmm. Like he woke up to me. Like we played, I we went back and forth. Like I'd play a game, he'd play a game. I'd play a game, he'd play a game. And then we went to bed. I woke up before him because I'm, um, I'm not a morning person, but I'm definitely not a sleep until like three o'clock person. And he woke up to me in his gaming room playing Overwatch. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm playing. And we sh- very shortly after bought him a new gaming computer, upgraded mine, and then we're both playing. So this is maybe about a week after. So I really started like mid to end May of 2018, but okay. didn't have my own copy or computer until the 28th. All right. So as far as me, how I got into video gaming, of course, me being an elder millennial born in the 80s, I just going to mention that every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm old. (laughs) I'm old. I am. I am ancient in the gaming world right now. Like me. I feel ancient. The 
like some of the other gamers that are on Twitch right now, like Tim the Tatman, uh, YouTubers uh, that apparently is forsaken to talk about, he who will not be named with glorious mustache um, that was now a YouTuber. He's a little older than I am, but Tim's about your age. He's my age? Yeah, roughly. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people I follow around my age, I think that's just because analytics, but there's a couple that are younger than me, and I'm like, ugh. Oh, yeah, tell man. me about it. Um, but I got my first console or gaming like experience was on an Atari. I, I think it was an 8500. I can't remember uh, exactly what model it was, but it was an Atari playing Pong, playing um, Galaga, Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man. And then when I started to actually get into video games directly was the original NES or Super Nintendo. Um, Nintendo Entertainment System. And it was <laughs> Mario Brothers, uh, Duck Hunt. Oh, I did forget Duck Hunt. I played that. Okay. But yeah, so those are the ones that I played very regularly. And I, to the point where I had all of the vi- different variations of the Super Mario Brothers game. So I had the standalone cartridge, which was just Super Mario Brothers 1 by itself. Mm-hmm. Then I had the combo with Duck Hunt, which I also had two guns. These and are the ones that you have to pull out and go <laughs> before you put them back in? Yes. Yeah. Even though <laughs> it probably never actually worked. But, never actually did anything. But, but it made us like feel good. in your mind. Yeah, it made us feel good. <laughs> Um, and then I had the third variation, which had Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, and the Marathon Runner game with the little pad that you pad it on, like with your feet, mm-hmm. to run. Sounds familiar. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, that was our, our first gaming hack, was instead of doing it with our feet, we got down on our hands and knees, and we fucking just jabbed it with our hands to get faster. It was well, that's awesome. like me with Dead by Daylight. I stopped. I stopped doing the two fingers, and I did my other hands. Yeah, <laughs> the wiggling. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like, forget double, this. I'm double tap with that both space fingers. bar. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was my intro into gaming. Of course, I grew up with the NES. I had a mother who, in her later years, worked as a one of the floor managers for Toys R Us. So I got a lot of new games that came out. I had probably, I want to say almost $8,000 worth of Nintendo games. Holy moly. Because I had the Game Genie. Like back then, 8000 Well, back then it would probably be. Well, if you bought those games today, I'd have over $100,000 worth of, of stuff. That's true. But yeah, back then it was about... Eight ish thousand. I had almost the entire collection of American and Asian Nintendo releases. Mm-hmm. But oh, Battletoads, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, um, Earthworm Jim, Mortal Kombat. Well, no, Mortal Kombat Mortal didn't come Kombat. out. It was, it was a different game. Um, fuck, what was the NES? fighter game i can't even remember now <gasps> terminator Fighter? yeah street fighter terminator total recall 
But I also had That's the Game one. Genie. I had three books of Game Genie that one was like, I want to say a, half, a quarter inch thick. It was the full release of all the games at that time in like 1990. Because um, the NES came out when I was born. It came out, I'm like just a few months older than the original NES. So... Just a few months older. Yeah, so I got into gaming back then. I was mm-hmm. I'm a part of the what I call the Nintendo generation when millennials were trying to disband being a millennial. I was a Nintendo generation. Okay. But when I got into hardcore gaming, like this is something I did every opportunity I could get on, get on with friends was actually um it started out with the Xbox, of course, with Halo, where you had landline party, land parties. You brought land everybody parties, over. Yeah. You brought your TVs. Like you literally brought shit to someone's house, sat down, plugged in a modem that didn't have any internet because it was all dial-up back then. Then you plugged in your <laughs> Ethernet cords to that modem so you could all connect. And from there, we played multiplayer on the original Xbox. And I even remember learning about the first internet hack where you can get online online and do an online LAN party. And that was a hack back then. That wasn't gotcha. that wasn't available. That was like you had to go in and change system settings and everything in the developer yeah, menus. But lots of ones and zeros somewhere. Yeah, it was crazy. But that's where I got into it uh, as far as different parties of course i did Yu-Gi-Oh, i did magic i did all that stuff as far as physical realms but with the video gaming side that's that was my start was halo uh halo 2 halo 1 playing of course just locally and then moving into playstation no wasn't even playstation yet i didn't get a playstation until the 4 playstation well i had playstation 1 of course Mm-hmm. I had Sega Genesis because I was an idiot when I was 13 years old and took all my games, Game Genie, controllers, everything, and allowed an older kid, an older kid, because oh. my mom wouldn't let me trade it in for the new systems. So because I gave it wasn't it. smart to do that. No, it definitely wasn't because <laughs> my mom itemized all my games, like had a full fucking roster like a alphabetically. Before they had Excel. Yes. <laughs> she did all that for me. And that's the only reason why I know the value of what I've had because I found that sheet and I looked every all the prices up and that's how I ended up with over $100,000. But I was an idiot mm-hmm. at 13 years old. I sat there and handed this kid everything in a duffel bag. He came back and said, well, all they gave me was a Sega Genesis, one game, one controller. Oh my goodness. I got ripped off and thought I, I like struck gold because I ended up with the Sega Genesis. You're like, this is what I wanted. Yeah, this is great. Everything's great until you got older and went, wow. Oh, that wasn't so great. No, he made out. He he made out with probably because he. I think he went to a pawn shop if I remember correctly, and he made out with probably an, in his pocket, well over seven hundred dollars. And that was outside of purchasing or trading for what I got out of the deal. Gotcha. So that was additional. Yeah. Additional to what I, what he brought to me, 
he probably pocketed about seven hundred dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that's don't lot. trade in Ooh. your old systems, people. Keep them. I know. I regret. I did trade in a uh, PS2 for because I wanted the Xbox 360. Because I played a little bit of a uh, <laughs> Black Ops, and I thought that was great. I like the zombies part of it. I don't really like the like shooting people part of it. Oh, we'll we'll pull up. As a matter of fact, let me make a note. Yeah, that's going to be another topic. Is the Call of Duty franchise? It deserves its own episode because there is so much shit that we can talk about with that. Mm-hmm. Oh my Definitely. god! All right, let me get my. Handed- I'll talk all about the zombies. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about the zombies because there's game lure in that as well. So that can be, a, ooh, excuse me, an additive to game lore is, I'll put that in the game lore section, is uh, COD. I'm proud of you for saying lore, right? Zombies. Thank you. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm remembering other games that I played. Mm-hmm. Fatal Frame. Do you remember that? I do. Oh, man. That was a good one. I think about that constantly. There's a new one out, by the way. Is there? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit pricey for me, but I definitely have thought about it every now and again because I do remember that being a really fun game. And spooky. That's probably the first spooky game I ever played. And like I'm like, I really did like that game. Why didn't I realize that I liked spooky games? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, look at you. One of your primary games that you play is technically a horror. Mm-hmm. So. No, not a horror. A horror. 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 All right. So let's see. And then to finalize the game I started with that got me into competitive gaming uh, would be Call of Duty. It was Modern Warfare 2. So Ghost, Captain Price, all of those. That that's what got me into competitive online gaming, and I even started a or got with a clan, the Wanted Fifty Two, back in the early two thousands. Uh, two thousand four, I believe, is when uh, Modern Warfare Two originally released, not the remake of Modern Warfare. So your Warfare. clan name was Wanted Fifty Two. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I heard that right. Yeah, like some of my um, Xbox, like my Xbox tag still has the clan tag, the X52X on it. Why uh, Why was it, was there a particular reason behind that clan tag? So in the clan, we, um, we were the one in 52 and we represented, each member of the clan represented a different deck or a card in a deck of cards. Oh, all the admins okay. and like heads of of different clan or the different uh, sections of the clan were mm-hmm. like the top tier cards. So all the admins of each playing style or each suit was an ace. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were going to go with ace or king because ace could be high or low. Yeah, no, aces were the highest as far okay. as the suits or the play styles because the each I'm suit. you weren't the uh, Joker. No, no, no. The, um, so the different play styles represented the different suits. So like the stealthy sniper group was my group, the clubs. 
and mm-hmm. I was the ace of clubs, hence my Xbox tag, X52X, ace of clubs. Oh, okay. I do, I do remember seeing that when we played, I believe, when we played Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was the ace of clubs. I was the lead leader of the snipers or stealthy uh, group. Then you had, of course, the hearts, diamonds, and spades. And they all represented different play styles, like the shooters, like the running gunners, the ones that are a mm-hmm. little more cautious with bigger weapons, like the support elements, and then the healers. So obviously the hearts were the medics for the most part. Then you had sense. the... Um, Diamonds, which were your support element, and then the spades were your running guns. Mm-hmm. All right, so we all that represented, represented, did we all represented different uh, game styles in sh- FPS games and shooter games. So that's how we split everybody up. And the ace was the top, king, queen, jack, and then ten down, all the way Therefore, to one yeah. or two, all the way down to two. Did you have 52 of you? Uh, yes, actually, we did. Um, did you stop like other somebody had to leave? No, no, no. You so could... they just they could have the X52X clan tag to them. They just didn't get the a card, the permissions to use their card in their their tag okay. because they didn't have one. And we had two jokers. Um, they they were the type of people that can like are very ambidextrous when it comes to play styles like they can Mm do one or the other and virtually for lack of better words jack of all trades yes um (laughs) so the little joker or little joker was the one that kind of switched between the support element and the um, medic element and then Mm -hmm. the big joker um was the one that could switch between them all if we needed him gotcha and that's cool yeah, so we set up our teams like when Battlefield, uh, Bad Company came out, of course, Call of Duty. We we had those types of people in each team when we played. And of course, back then you didn't have Discord like we do now. Or we some people did do Skype calls to each other, but mm-hmm. we just used the uh, inherent in-game chat function or the party (laughs) functions to talk to each other and it was fun i mean some nights we had custom games of almost uh 32 people in a cod match that's quite a few oh yeah It, it was ridiculous what we were able to do uh let's see so next i think we covered that um Next question before we take our first little admin break and talk to chat again and catch up on that is what game can you currently play on repeat and almost never get bored of? Okay, so you're thinking me first. Okay. Yes. So, gosh. Right now, currently, it's Dead by Daylight. I've been like, I got really super hooked out of nowhere. I bought it like, gosh, like six. No, I'm trying to do math like four or five months ago. I played it like I dabbled in it. And then I recently in the last month or two, like really got into it. I've been trying to learn more of it. 
and it's been really it's been fun because it's been a change like i played a lot of overwatch for a very 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 long time so it's been a good change of pace it's quickly becoming my favorite all right definitely outside of the change of pace what what about the game to you makes it to where you don't get tired of it i think that i'm an easily spooked person so (laughs) so the aspect of like getting scared by (laughs) somebody coming for me and that it's that the games are ever-changing so they update things they are constantly giving different survivors and killers and maps but also because it's so heavily reliant on people playing that each game is different in its own way even the most frustrating games are unique in their own way meaning that a killer because it's one v four so one killer four survivors and it's dependent on your your whole team and the killer a killer could be incredibly toxic or incredibly nice so one game i could be running around with a killer you know farming points meaning doing different little activities throughout the game or we could be just like memeing each other like just you know, crouching and and teabagging each other or like running around the killer (laughs) or, (laughs) you know, like different things like that. Um, I really like the ghost face when they, uh, when they do their little sneaky thing. And when they like peek from behind something, it really makes me laugh all the time. So I like to do the peeking with them. But then there's also the games where the killer is just so good and you're just like, trying to fix the gens and you're just running around like crazy so it's just like the the concept that it's real life people making the game different every single time it's not just we got to get to the point we got to capture the point there is obviously the goal of doing the generators and getting out but it's so reliant on everybody interacting with each other properly Mm mm-hmm yeah, I think Just, it was like one of the first experiences I remember like with the group you were a part of the survivor side and I was the killer for oh y'all. Cuz that game, I love that game too, <laughs> but I just can't do survivor. I can I I love killing. I love the killer side of DBD or Dead in by game. Daylight in game, yeah. And <laughs> I think one of it was like I sub, I I didn't necessarily surprise you cuz you I think you were watching me a couple of times when I was streaming regularly dead by daylight Mm -hmm. but i pretty much wiped y'all clean off of the first game that wasn't fun for me (laughs) (laughs) and it's not like that i wasn't i wasn't trying to be an asshole or a toxic player i was just playing as a killer because i think we were Mm -hmm. what was it like a training or something Uh, for someone it was um yes kira oh kira yeah, was yeah. playing with us and he didn't play quite as much so it was like well let's show you kind of how the game goes yeah, which is not was... a good representation because you're a much higher level killer than we are yeah. as survivors so it's like a it was like like when you start a job and they're like well good luck here you go yeah <laughs> that, as a project like manager is. that's what they do they're like, yeah, oh, they're well, like, you're a project manager now. Here you go. Have fun. Yeah. 
figure it out. What am I supposed to do? Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's your job. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So, yeah, that was one of the more memorable times for me is uh, seeing that. Murdering um, us all very easily. Yeah. So, DBD <laughs> is your never get tired of playing it kind of game. At this point, yeah. Because I, cause I did play Overwatch pretty primarily until the last year, I would say. Okay. So, pretty joining in on the madhouse community mm-hmm. is you were up before that you were strictly overwatch pretty much overwatch yeah i played overwatch at least the first two years like every single night i was on it that's where i met kira and that's how we became friends and we played it literally every single night for like two years the first game that after that that i played that kind of brought in my horizons and that I was like really hooked on was Phasmo, Phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, how you got introduced into the group, wasn't it? Yes. That's actually, oh, I forgot to to say the story of how I met Joker. Oh, God. Yeah, because yeah. I definitely don't remember this. That, okay, so I hadn't met you yet. I think I had... The first interaction was I started streaming and I was playing Phasmo because I couldn't think of anything else to play. And Phasmo was good. You can interact with people entertaining. I can do that. So I met Atari first through a game and I was like, oh, I'm going to add her or she added me. I can't remember how it happened, but I added her. I watched one of your guys' streams. Your co-stream was It Takes Two. That was the first time I ever heard your voice and heard about you. Oh, so your first interaction or introduction to me was when we were doing our indie game night with It Takes Mm -hmm. Two. So this isn't when I met you. So this is just my first interaction with you. And then I watched one of your streams because I was like, well, it's Atari's friend. So maybe I should support them as well. And you're playing the truck driving simulator. (laughs) I need to get back into that. I love you, Joker. That's so boring to me. <laughs> it's like, is this what he does? <laughs> yeah, it is definitely a niche game. You have to you have to understand or enjoy like driving simulators to really get into them. Yeah, all I see is you with your hand on the wheel. Like you're literally driving and yep, you're just That's mm-hmm, it. Right there. I'm doing my load. Yeah, that was basically what it was. So I was like, oh my goodness. Oof. I don't know about this guy. <laughs> oh. Oh, joys. Uh, first impression he likes his driving games that's cool but my actual first introduction was playing phasmophobia with you and i can't believe you don't remember this because i feel like it's super memorable so we're playing and you're all super stoked about everything you at some point go into the living room in the game in this map and you take the remote so you're messing with the TV and you have the remote. And at some point you put the remote down and I take it from you. And you're running after me mad. Like, give me my remote back. And I was like, no. Oh, shit. Yes. You remember this? I okay, do now. So, and you were like, you're so, you're getting so irritated with me. I don't know if it was serious or not, but you're just like, give me the remote, woman. And I'm like, nah. No, I'm good. This is my remote now. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. And then you get killed. Yep. And so you're laying on the ground and I go, 
Hey, Joker. Here's a remote. And I dropped it on your dead body. Yeah, I, I definitely remember that because that's the uh, the one house where it has the L-shaped couch. And at, as you're coming into the mm-hmm. the house, you've got the two rooms in the bathroom on the left. Yes. You go up, the master's on the left, and then it's the yep. living room, the yes. L-shaped couch, and Correct. the TV's yeah. on the wall kind of catty-cornered towards the main hallway yep. door. And then it's yes. the basement door, kitchen, and dining room. Yeah, I remember that because I got stuck on the fucking couch. <laughs> I don't remember how it happened, but I just remember you dying. And I just thought it was so fucking hilarious. Here's your remote back, Joker. <laughs> fucking bitch. And so that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's how we met. I remember that now. Because it was me. And then you got really quiet. I th- I don't know what you were doing, but you got really super quiet. So I was like, oh shit. Did I'm I a pick? jerk, aren't I? And I think I I talked I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I was totally fucking around. You're like, no, you're fine. Yeah. You're probably just talking to to your chat or something. Who knows, honestly. <laughs> but I, you got really super quiet. So I was like, oh, this did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that I gotta say that was. I, now I remember. Okay, yeah. wow, I can't believe I forgot about that. There was so, there were so many, um, like phasmophobia moments, like with the group and mm-hmm. a lot of my clips. Some of my more viewed clips, of course, are of me being scared shitless by chat. Oh yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Okay. So, I can't believe you didn't remember that. I'm I not did, memorable. I, I, <laughs> there were so many memorable moments. It's like they all fade together. Mm. But all right. memorable. Yeah, that's that was my first interaction with you. So that kind of set the tone, I think, for our friendship. Yeah, I, I think it did. <laughs> I think it did. And now look at us. Yeah. Doing a podcast and stuff. Oh, uh, no. So my game on repeat, I actually had, while you were talking about yours, I had to actually look at my desktop at all the different icons that I have and see which ones I actually play the most or regularly because I have so many. It's like there's still some games that I haven't even touched in months or at all. But I would have to say, as far as the one game that I would probably never get tired of, would have I can to guess what? Destiny Two. Actually, yes, that's the one I was going <laughs> to go with. Would be Destiny, um, even though it it does get monotonous and repetitive a lot of the times. It's still to me fun that grind for that. Uh, prior to Destiny Two and even Destiny One, because when I when Destiny One was a thing. I, I was doing nothing else. Uh, one of the first games mm-hmm. I ever streamed when I was trying to be a YouTube streamer back in the 2015s, 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. um, was Battlefield and Call of Duty. Uh, typical games, I know. But, um, but Battlefield, to me, is just the best first-person like military sim shooter outside of like arma and i want to get back into squads because i started playing that when it when i was first introduced to the mil sim side of things squads 
Yeah, Squad. Squad is a squad. is a milsim based off of Arma. Like, I don't uh, even know interface. what Arma is. Arma is a true milsim. Like it. Okay. You have radio comms that you you can't talk. To, there's no real VoIP except over a radio that you have to mm-hmm. click into. It's a true push to talk. Um, they're real style weapons, vehicles. The maps are absolutely enormous. Um, and it is a real milsim. Well, mm-hmm. from Arma is where you got the mod for Daisy, which was the one of the first true uh, battle royale survival style games, mm-hmm. and it actually started as a mod on Arma. So a when, mod turned full game. Yeah, mod turned into a standalone game. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, DayZ was originally just a, a mod to a, another title. And um, back then, so that's why like PUBG is like the stylization is based on Arma, except it's more mainstream shooter versus Milsim. Hence why there's... Less realistic. Yeah. As far as like there's the whole battle royale side of it where you've got something, some entity closing in, killing you if you stay in that zone for too long. But um, then I got, of course, like I said, into Call of Duty. It was for the longest time um, back during the original Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare 2 um, and Black Ops series games. Zombies? Oh, I used to love the Mm -hmm. original Black Ops Zombies. Yeah, that was the one I got. Uh, Black Ops three or two and three uh, from the original uh, versions, not this new one that came out with Modern Warfare twenty nineteen. But the mm-hmm. original zombies, I got stuck in the lure of it all, like the background, the story, and I think it was Black Ops two zombies where I actually finally took the grind to like in a serious note to finish everything about the zombie storyline but Battlefield of course I started playing Battlefield back during um, Bad Company era and Bad Company 2 was my all time favorite Battlefield game and then Battlefield 3, 4 and now 2042 is fun I just got stuck on a destiny kick trying to get the fucking t-shirt the t-shirt when are you gonna get that i don't know it's it's on order right now i did order it um some back order i guess yeah (laughs) but um so i'm waiting for that to come in once that comes in of course then i'll definitely be doing another destiny stream celebration yeah celebration stream playing probably uh when the new uh season comes out with the witch queen is probably the next time I'll actually play play Destiny 2 uh, for stream. Mm-hmm. And hopefully by play, then... Play. Yeah, play, play. And hopefully play, by, play. by then I'll have the t-shirt. But um, before that, of course, I did the Trucker Sims. I did enjoy them. Um, it was nice, relaxing, but I didn't... It did, after a while, get monotonous, so I stopped playing that. I haven't actually driven in a couple of months now. But I do want to get back into Escape from Tarkov, another um, 
Russian made mill sim style uh, survive looter yeah, shooter. Yeah, definitely seen you play that one. So that's one I'm probably going to get back into. But yeah, overall, um, Destiny 2 is my play on repeat, Go never to. get never get dull uh, of it outside of Poker Stars VR. Poker Stars VR? So, two of my biggest viewership streams came from that game. Me Because you're just what, like playing poker? Yeah, playing poker in a VR uh, casino style um, Texas Hold'em. So, I can see that because it's kind of like it's playing a game, but it's also something that even people who don't game understand mm-hmm. in theory. Yeah, I can see that. And you can play with people technically cross platform as far as like the hard line in Rift S, which I have, and then the Quest uh, or portable um, VR headsets as well. So you can play with both like hard lined in like the HTC the different styles of yeah. VR headsets yeah you that's one game that is across all styles of VR yeah kind of so. like playing with console and PC mm-hmm yeah but the I didn't realize that though with the VR that that because they're separate they don't always so it's like having different consoles so like an oculus is gonna be different than you just said all of them. You just said them all. So let's put it this way. The Oculus series of VR, you've got two versions of it. You've got mm-hmm. the S model, and mm-hmm. then you've got the Quest models. Quest model, yeah. I know the, the Quest is what I'm familiar with, I think. Okay, so the Quest is the portable. It doesn't. It's a standalone system, basically, except for gotcha. battery yeah. power. Um, but everything is through Wi-Fi and everything like along those lines. You don't need a computer to play VR on that headset. Whereas okay, with so the S it's model, like a handheld kind of like, like, like a Game Boy Advance. Kind That's of. The best way to look at it internet. is you've got <laughs> your Quest model is like your Xbox or Xbox consoles, mm-hmm. whereas the Rift S is a Windows PC. Okay. Because you have to have a PC for the Rift S that makes to sense. play the games. Whereas so with the, the Rift is more like a an addition to the computer, but the other one is it's all just, it's all in one. It's there. Yeah, gotcha. I didn't realize that. I I mean I haven't really looked into too much too many VR headsets mm-hmm. because I just haven't gotten to that point in my life. I'm not sure if I would be good at those because I might get like motion sickness. The yeah, older I see, get, I'm the more, definitely the more I, I get that way. <laughs> I'm definitely but, lucky in the aspect that I don't get motion sickness like that, so I don't have yeah. to worry about it. But like Atari, she her she has to take a she said she has to take a pill like an hour before she does it so that she doesn't like get a sick. motion sickness. Yeah, yeah. I would think I think that the last roller coaster I went on, I was like, wow. I don't think I can do this anymore. And that was like a good, like probably f- five years ago at least. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, Oh, just the thought of it. I'm like, I don't think I'm at, I don't think I'm at that point in my life anymore that I can do that. Yeah. It's right. unfortunate. Cause it's fun. Yeah, it is. It really is. I love 
amusement parks. Teacups, no, though. Never. Oh, that's probably what did it. Teacups. Because <laughs> I remember as a kid, you know, you'd love it. Spaceship was me. Ooh, spaceship was spaceship and fireball, but I Gosh. ended up loving the fireball. But yeah, spaceship, the top basically where it sucks you against the wall. That was the one that first terrified me and kind yeah. of made me sick. Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Uh, next question is: How did we get into streaming? Okay. So for me, it was, of course, I played a lot of games for a very long time. And I would say it was probably, to be honest, the pandemic. I started watching games that I played. And like one of the games I think I watched the most of that got me kind of starting to really watch Twitch streaming was Phasmo. So before... Before I bought it, I didn't want to buy something that I wouldn't play. So I did a lot of, let me watch somebody play it, see if it's interesting to me at all. And so I watched it. I kept looking and I realized this is not really, like it's a scary game, of course, because that's the genre it is. But it, I liked the investigative aspect of the game. So I was like, you know what? I think I will get this game. And I ended up getting it and liking it. But through that, that was like my introduction to watching Twitch. And then I started, you know, I started, I downloaded TikTok and found people on TikTok that I followed once again on streaming and just kept watching. I was like, that looks like a lot of, a lot of fun. Just having a lot of people around to hang out with and to kind of game with. And they've met different friends through that. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. Then six months later, I did it. <laughs> so it took me it took me a good amount. I'm the kind of person most of the time that will be like, I'm going to do that. I'm, I think I'm going to do that for myself. And then I think about it a lot and I try to plan a lot or I overthink it. And I'm like, oh. I really should, I should have all this prepared. So before I started streaming, I actually had most of my Discord set up the way I liked it based off of finding people I liked, seeing their Discords, their layouts, little different things that I liked about theirs and kind of made it my own. So I think that was like the number one important thing for me before I started streaming is I wanted to have a Discord set up because my main goal was just hanging around with people and getting to know people. And the main way at this point in gaming is through Discord. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you join the Madhouse Discord, uh, for sure, it is a hundred billion times better than my original Discord that I had. Uh, but I set all that up and holy shit, was it tough getting everything together for that. Yeah, it's a big it's a big thing to set up because there's so many different things to think about and I'm constantly adjusting and adding and taking and away and changing things to yeah, taking away, adjusting, you know, who can help me and who can't help me and and if I want to have a private channel or stuff like that. So it's like it's constantly changing 
So, but I wanted to have that base level at the very least. So it's not like, Hey, thanks for hanging out. I'm still working on my discord. Mm-hmm. So that was really, that was really important because I wanted, I wanted once people started to follow me, I wanted them to have somewhere to go to interact with me more. Yeah. Um, where I got into streaming started, like I said, way back when, about mid 2010s. So 2015, 2016, after I had already gotten back from Afghanistan, went to war, been homeless, got back on my feet, moved into my own apartment, and between job, like between the work time and sleep time, because that's all I did. I went to work, came home, got on the game, played games, went to sleep, got back up, went to work, so on and so forth. And most of it was me working nights, so during the day, I would sleep, like the early morning time, mm-hmm. and then the afternoon before I went back to work that night, I'd get on and game. And being I was on a PlayStation 4, it was easy to just click share and go live on YouTube. It was easier that way because I could, for some reason, I couldn't get the on-console app connection to Twitch to work, so I just did it to YouTube. And I started building a following between Destiny and, um, what was it? Uh, fuck. Ghost Recon. The, uh, s- not the original Ghost Recon, but one of the newer open world uh, versions. Okay. And I played that a lot. And I actually got into editing videos back then and started editing the videos, adding thumbnails and all this other good jazz. Because um, I also started photography, so I got Adobe Suite back then and started editing stuff, doing graphics. And that's when I got into it. I started to build a following in the YouTube universe back then where I was up to, I think, before I stopped, about 70, between 75 and 80 uh, subscribers to my YouTube channel back then. And then, of course, I haven't really touched it since. Um, outside of just uploading clips and it they it's pretty much stayed the same it hasn't really grown or decreased mm-hmm. but um clutch NLMP clutch who is one of my followers on my personal twitch channel was actually one of my youtube followers Okay, so they transferred over. And we didn't know it. We did I, How I realized who he was was listening to him when I was playing Call of Duty with him uh, on stream. And I was like, wait, you sound familiar. Because <laughs> I played COD with him or one of the other... Oh, Fortnite, back when I, w- I actually played Fortnite on my YouTube days. And I listened to that voice, and I was like, holy shit. You're one of my original followers on YouTube. He's like, what? OG, OG. Yeah, OG, like the first follower I had consistently as a streamer on any platform. And he was one of my first followers here on Twitch as well. And, yeah, so that's, that's like how I got into streaming. Of course... Like everybody else, uh, the pandemic hit, and I started um, 
getting into streaming more regularly, especially on Twitch, now that I had a computer or it, I still had the console, but I had I got a capture card so I could transfer from my uh, PlayStation into the computer, and I started streaming COD, building up a following with that, um, and then I got lucky within the first, I want to say two or three months back to streaming. So from December of 2019, okay. when I got back into streaming and started streaming on Twitch, to roughly about February, March of 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, is mm -hmm. when I got my affiliate. From there, of course, I was working from home, so I worked a few hours, did what I need to do, and then I got on and started, started streaming. <laughs> and from there, it just blew up, and we got first 100, 200, 300, and now we're so on, on, my, so forth. on my personal channel. We're almost at 800 followers or yeah, followers. And I could not be happier with that. And I hope that we can get it to grow even more. Um, then I met death, uh, during my affiliate 24 hour that I did. Oh, wow. You did a 24 hour for your affiliate. Oof. Yeah. And that's rough. <laughs> go big or go home, baby. What? Oh, gosh. 24 hours. I can't imagine. Um, but I met Death. Death's dude. Um, mm -hmm. And then, of course, that led to me meeting Atari, not realizing that I followed her way back when, when she was a um, Fortnite streamer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, she sounds cool, fun, you know? She's all yeah. excitable and everything, so I followed her. <laughs> She's excitable. <laughs> and... That, of course, was a realization that I had playing with Death one day before I actually played with Atari and actually mm -hmm. talked to her more. Well, playing with Death and all that stuff going through. Um, from there, I, of course, met Atari, met um, who is now Uga Vithar, and then I met, back then he was Fizzle, um, oh yeah. Okay. Now that's it's all coming back. Yeah. So and then of course I met Vashil or Demivash, and me Demivash and Death were like, well, hey, why don't we start a gaming community? And then Atari kind of started weeding her way in and talking with us, hanging out. We were all playing games, and so the four of us or five of us were like, all right, let's start a, a group, a madhouse group. Mm -hmm. And that's how the Madhouse was born over a year ago. Almost, yeah, almost a year and a half now. Oh, wow. And from there, it's grown to the point where it's at now and got a lot of people in and it's just booming. And we've got official members of the Madhouse and it's great. Official. Official. So that that's how I got into streaming. And then, of course, now we're here. Sitting Here at at uh, a podcast channel that's separate from both of our personal channels. Yes, that's definitely a a new venture. <laughs> oh boy, is it! So now we'll move forward. What is your favorite part of streaming? So for me, uh, it is definitely 
the getting to know people. I think that through streaming, I would not have met some of the people that I now, you know, call friends. Uh, definitely. Oh, you're smiling over there because you're saying I'm your friend. <laughs> I'll definitely. claim you. I'll claim you. Okay. All For right. now. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, but like through streaming, I've actually, my biggest thing was like, I really just wanted to meet more people. And it seemed that like when you stream, you get to meet more people. Some not the greatest. Some are great. <laughs> um, so I would not have met. I don't think I would have met or really stayed consistent with Atari had I not streamed because I probably would not have been playing Phasmo the night that I did. I was filling a stream time. I was coming up with a schedule, trying to figure out what was going to be good for me, what I could work with and, and be consistent on because I wanted a consistent time. And it just so happened that she was on and she starts at the same time as me. And so... I became friends with her through that, but I don't think that I would have had that not happened. And then it blew up into I met you and I met the madhouse and it just kind of took off from there. So my favorite part has been that I have met a lot of good people, a lot of friends that I would not have had I not started. All right. Now I have to pretty much echo exactly what you just oh, said you have to Be say something completely new no i can't because it, <laughs> it's it doesn't feel right because when i started streaming yeah of course i wanted to make money i wanted to play like live out my millennial dream of making money playing games oh you didn't say elder millennial well yeah i mean i've, I've, <laughs> I've kind of accepted the fact that i am just a millennial even though i consider myself an elder but I didn't think I was a millennial until I looked up the uh the time frames. The and I was like, "Oh, damn it. That's me." But <laughs> I mean, really it it ended up becoming that community as far as the stream cuz I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm not growing as fast as I wanted to, but who does?" Mm. And realizing Nobody that does. the this I guess not necessarily the success, but the growth I do have came from literally that community standpoint. Like I met Griff through another streamer and he's stuck mm. around. I didn't even realize that like others, other people that are on the list of the madhouse, I met through other streamers or other people in general. And it just blew up like that and meeting all these people, not just, like my audience or our audience I say is all over the world we have people in Australia of course all over the United States Canada the UK Europe mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of all the places it, it's ridiculous where everybody's from and that sense of community and seeing people come back and talk and chat, hang out. Like even streamers that I just hung out with a couple of times and seeing them grow. Like there's one guy, uh, 
Ozzy is his name, but he's a Tarkov streamer. And I met mm-hmm. him in Tarkov, like killing each other. Of course, having the Twitch tag on, on my gamer tag, the TTV. That always helps. He came in, said GG's, all that good jazz. Or I went to his, one or the other, and we became friends. And we played a few games together back before he started to get real big. And, of course, his times are a lot different because they're in a whole like 180 on our time zones or our time frames. So he, um, he's grown so much. Like now he's averaging two, 300 viewers per stream. That's awesome. And I'm, I couldn't be more ecstatic for him, but it doesn't matter what he's doing. I come in, put some emotes in or say, Hey, he's all almost immediately. As long as he's not in a firefight in the game, he's always saying hey how you doing and uh it's great another recent one um that kind of added to the mix it's been a regular viewer of mine at least was m ballistic he's a dbd player Mm -hmm. uh met him familiar as i was his killer or their killer and um they came in said hey I've been tagged as one of the nicest killers and I don't know how still because I'm very uh, ruthless when I'm a killer until I see that you're uh, like trying to just farm blood points and as long as you're not an asshole in the game and throwing up flashlights every 30 seconds then I'll hang out but yeah he was one of the ones I met through DVD mm-hmm. um, another streamer that is blown up a lot recently was redheaded Steph or that redhead Steph. And she's a mm-hmm. cod player and she's blown up between TikTok, Instagram, and of course her streams. And she averages 20, 30 viewers a stream minimum, like minimally she'll go live within 30 seconds or 10 minutes. She's got 20, 30 viewers in her stream and they stay that way. That's awesome. Yeah. And, of course, Atari, um, she's grown a lot. I remember when she had less than 600 viewers or 600 followers, and now she's over 1,200. You, you're starting to get regular viewership again, and that's awesome. And and makes me happy to see people. I like to say hi. Yeah, even if it's Griff bullying me. Yeah, saying or, that I saying that I bully him. Yeah, same <laughs> thing here. Um, but you, you're you're doing phenomenal, and it's awesome to see that. And then um, some other odd entities out there is uh, I misfire calling people out. Dav, of course, met Dav through Atari. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Saint Unther was another streamer that. Uh, I met because I was just like, oh, he's playing a game that I like. Here's a raid, and he yeah. comes around. <laughs> it's like uh, Austin dies a lot. Yeah. Just, it's just Atari and I were playing and randomly decided to raid just a completely random Phasmo player. And he stuck around, and we played with him a few times. Uh, and, um, off sorts, uh, one other one was Ganadian. Or the gay Canadian, Canadian uh, lesbian of the LBGTQ community, um, 
just came in. They were playing Devour, I believe. Oh, yeah. And that was the stint where we were all playing it. And I raided her. And great person, wonderful mm-hmm. individual. And I keep going back, checking on her. She's growing a lot. She's doing a lot of just chattings now, but yeah, they, they that's talk awesome. about... That's awesome, and you can do just chatting. I think that's amazing. Yeah, and um, it's it's awesome. I mean, I, I love it. And then, of course, meeting Code, Ought Not. Um, yeah. Brother, sister's there. Hellgamer, who's coming up, and he introduced me into a group uh, for another game that sadly didn't get their Kickstarter completed but um they've got a game in development that if they get back on track and get the funding they needed again um might even be able to voice line in a game like put put my mm-hmm. voice in a game so that'll be fun um, get to hear what will, will it be a, like a dying sound oh. no, no. <laughs> most if i had my way about it or um cuz they actually just lost their lead character's uh, ability to do additional voice lines, so that's open now. <laughs> You're like, I'm here. I'm ready. Yeah. Just let me know when Pick to do me. it. Um, let's see. Who else? Casey. Casey. Oh, my God. Casey and Soulflex. Soul, my dude. I met him through Atari when we were playing Phasmo. And growing from there... And then I met Casey from a raid somewhere. I can't even remember where. Like, I have so many stream children, it is ridiculous. They call me dad. Like, yeah. the proper way versus what most of the Madhouse women say, daddy. Um, but <laughs> but it's, it's a... I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But that, that sense of growth, even if I don't grow, because I know my numbers personally on my personal channel suffer because I'm pushing everybody else. I want me to know that the ones that I helped grow like succeed that feeds my my like how I feel and that makes me feel great to see all of you grow. So I could I could be absolutely fine with not having 2 300 viewer streams. Yes. As long as thanks, Dad. Yeah, as long as the uh, the community is doing well and enjoying life, I don't care. I mean, yeah. like everybody see like it's almost a known thing now. If I show up and, with a Madhouse name, we're breaking a streamer, especially if it's someone new. Yeah, um, That's definitely between That's, bits yeah. subs. I that, think I remember the first time you did it, and I just kept going, messaging Andrew. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Joker came in. He gifted a bunch of subs. Yeah. It's like, that's awesome. And I that... Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> that is that is fun for me. And I have... I mean, granted, I'm not trying to... I don't try to brag by putting all that money out there, but... Mm-hmm. Um, humble me, brag. Yeah, it's a humble brag. I mean, I do it. Yes, I'm pretty awesome. I know I have. I want to do it, but I also <laughs> have. I have the availability, the the disposable funds that I can just do that. And to me, it's not disposable because it's going to a good cause. And a lot of the time, those people, those streamers that we break on stream, 
come back in, join the community, and they help us then continue uh, the continue trend. that trend of breaking the small streamers and making them realize this is a real thing. This isn't just fantasy or a hopeless end. This is something that is worth it. Yes. So definitely, I I believe that. Okay. I mean, I did wouldn't I probably would not have gotten affiliate if I had not met Atari and joined the Madhouse. Oh, there's oh god. I want to say people that are still associated, I think I think there's about 6 to 10 that we helped get affiliate as a Madhouse. Yeah. I I remember cuz I was talking to Atari and we were looking at like follower lists. And she's like, you could see like the influx as like soon as you joined, and the madhouse just all the follows after that. So that was cool. Oh yeah, and I'm, I mean, this actually ties into the next part is the goals for us as individual streamers, um, and then we'll kind of double into what the hopeful goal for this podcast is. But uh, personally, my goal as a streamer is yeah I would like to get partner um, but only just to be able to start an actual Twitch stream team through mm-hmm. like a, have a team page on Twitch so that we can get those newer guys in those smaller streamers in to help grow the community but help them grow as well yeah. like I don't give a rat's ass about being able to live and do this as a nine to five because it's fun for me. This, regardless of how much time or effort I put into it is fun for me and watching others grow, helping them. That's what I want to keep doing. And if, if I get, uh, on my personal page, um, partner status. Okay, cool. We can start the, the Twitch team, that is the madhouse versus just having a discord and a hashtag. But that's something that me and Atari has worked out too. It's like, there's a little, uh, side bet that she still denies to this day. But if she, like, she hasn't even put the terms up for if she gets it before I do. But if I get partner before she does, one of the things was she had to actually do a face cam stream. Oh, wow. So, but to kind of, and I put it. I can't imagine her doing that. Yeah, I I can't either, but I put that bar high. I wonder what it would look like. Yeah, I I put that bar high to help motivate her to do more. To do it on her own. (laughs) And she's she's doing great. I mean, she's, I already know she's going to get partner before I ever do for multiple reasons. But, um, but yeah, so that's. That's where I, I kind of stand as far as a personal goal. It's like, I just want to get to a point where the Madhouse name is known across the gaming community. Yeah, and when you cool. see the Madhouse, when you see that little circle with Madhouse written in it, you know that shit's about to get real in your in your stream or in the game. So that's that's my personal goal individual goal as far as streaming what about you um well not quite the same um 
I would definitely say that mine is not necessarily viewership or partner. It would just be maybe just more people. I'm at the point where I've got, I think, 150. I think just at this point, my goal is like 200. <laughs> I don't really have high high goals. It's really, I just want people to have fun. I want to be able to do more fun streams, like like things that aren't necessarily gaming. So the goal is to get enough people in the stream that makes like doing a non-gaming stream fun. I want to be able to do a just chatting stream and not have a lot of lulls in the chat. I want, I would rather be so lost in the amount of comments than, than have one comment every like 30 minutes because that's, that's the most fun is the interaction. And so my goal would be to get maybe to kind of sum it all up is more, more chat interaction which would mean more people coming. Okay. All right. So we're, we're pushing the, the two hour mark now on the live stream side. So mm -hmm. what I'm going to do is we're going to kind of skip, we're going to have one question left and it's what our podcast goals are. And our other question that we kind of had at the end, uh, we can kind of, What's, what's the word where you take it and just kind of push it back? You roll it back. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll, Until next time. Yeah. That for, kind of thing. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll do a part two to this where we kind of do more chat interaction individually once we have more viewers that are actively chatting. And they want to like a yeah. Q&A session. And then we'll add that one in there for that as for that type of uh, episode later on down the road um, or we may just do it as a, a question and answer if we can get you on the Twitter or in the discord in for reply to the cast uh, that's where we allow for the discord members to just ask us things individually and we can pull them on to the episodes in the future but anyway the last question is what are your goals for the podcast so my goals mm -hmm. I haven't really I don't think I've really thought about this much to be completely honest I've just thought it'd be kind of cool for people to listen to it and just to know know who we are in a way so not necessarily know like my real name and what I do and all that but maybe just get a little bit more viewership and then maybe for that to pull into our individual kind of Twitch streams and and our goals there. So this is just for fun for me, as well as to possibly kind of pull some more people in to hang out. Okay. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, we all, I mean, thanks to the pandemic, I mean, streaming has been like people that would have never got on Twitch are getting on Twitch now. Mm -hmm. uh, people Definitely. that would have never got into YouTubing live streams are now doing that. So I, I, with the podcast side, there's a lot more presence in the podcasting world that I've noticed over time. Is so podcasting. I I kind of wanted to do something similar to this, but not this per se. And now, thanks to owls joking around at first. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. 
probably a drunken night. I was like, yeah, let's fucking do this. And here we are. <laughs> our first official episode and our second recording ever. And Ever. But as far we as the, the founders. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I'm a little mad with Twitch because there's a... In 2015, a 12-year-old boy or person uh, started a Twitch with Madhouse Podcast, so I couldn't take that. That's why our Twitch is the underscore M underscore H. You mean Twitter? Yeah, Twitter, I mean. Yeah, that's what I meant, Twitter. The tweets, the tweeters. Twitter. Uh, but that's why it's... A name the way it is is because some 12 year old boy from 2015 uh, that hasn't tweeted since or shown activity since is taking up the name so but podcast wise my personal goal is yeah to grow a listenership to add something to um, what we typically may not talk about or do on streams Obviously, just sitting here chatting, answering questions, helping out the communities uh, one way or another, and hopefully giving information to somebody that didn't necessarily have the information. Maybe some I could come on here one day and do a, a talk about different types of tech or Q&As that I'm aware of in my venture into streaming. I mean, having a dual PC setup, five freaking monitors... Um, cameras and I'm about to add a new camera oh, geez. to my setup so I'll have a dual camera setup as well um, he's got the amount of technology that I have in one room for two people for one person yeah I, probably I, more to be completely honest yeah I mean <laughs> as far as between streaming and everything I in this setup that you half see here and what's right here for anybody on Twitch but the game rig which is in front of me and the stream rig which is what we're recording everything on um, I have almost 10 10 or eleven thousand dollars invested in stuff Oof. that's a that's a good chunk of change yeah I mean, the camera that Twitch is currently watching me on, even being used in Discord, was $800 in itself. And it's not even a full DSLR or anything. It's a, it looks like a GoPro, but it's bigger. And it's got interchangeable lenses on it. So. But yeah. Yeah. My goal, in a nutshell is yeah to grow the community outside of just streaming games and hopefully helping anybody who needs it out there in listening land or just give someone something entertaining to listen to kind of thing yeah that's definitely that's good it's in the land of podcasts so many people are listening to podcasts now i personally started a podcast so oh no, I didn't like start my own podcast, like started watching a podcast. Oh, okay. So I started. <laughs> I, I was know. like, damn. Uh, only only this one for now. I mean, geez, I can only focus on this. But definitely I've started listening to more podcasts and, and doing more of that, especially like when I was driving 
up to see you. I had, I I couldn't listen to music because that's definitely a long drive, and music is just too monotonous in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it was more, like, like what is it stimulating to listen to a podcast? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely. I've listened to more and I know a lot of people do listen to podcasts. So there's, there's a broader range of people that have been listening to podcasts. Yeah. So let me, let me see if I can pull up some reference here as far as this is the live recording of our second official episode. So what Twitch is seeing right now away from our face is going to be the, um, Red Circle, who is our distributor, basically. And we have one episode up, which is, of course, the current one we're in. And Mm -hmm. the analytics for that episode is we already have nine total downloads for that first episode. Awesome. And it's only been out for less than a week since, what, Sunday the 21st? Yeah. Is today what is yeah, today you did today is the 26 five days yeah so in five days we've already got nine downloads on that and that is awesome to me that that makes me feel good already that people wanted to listen to our voices even though i was just like long. hey go listen to it go follow it blah 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 but <laughs> but listening to it if they weren't a part of the live and that makes me feel good that there are people out there for that even if it is randoms out in the wilderness. So caught a random podcast listener. Yeah. If you are listening to the podcast, please feel free to go to our Twitter page. It is the underscore M underscore H underscore podcast. So it's representative of the Madhouse podcast. But it is sadly broken up in a weird freaking way because other people have Madhouse Podcast as their names. But the links will be in the show notes for the Twitter page, also the Twitch page if you ever want to join us during a live recording. And then, of course, the link to the Madhouse Discord will be in the show notes as well. And if anybody... Here on Twitch, I think I added a chat command. I don't know. Probably not. I'll I'll need to add a chat command to link to the Discord for the Madhouse. And Group Therapy Podcast is listed um, in the Discord channel. And there is a text channel called Reply to the Cast where you can uh, talk to us. You can ask us questions, any of that good stuff down there. And we will get back to it or answer as best as we can, maybe even on a on the next episode. Yep. You can send ideas of things you may or may not want us to talk about. Yeah, topics as well, because we're not going to just talk about gaming or tech mm-hmm. because Owls has expressively uh, introduced I'm me a- to the idea that she's not as vast. <laughs> so. I'm elusively noob. Yeah. And then, of course, if there are days that either I or she don't feel really up to it, we may have individual episodes recorded. We'll just either I'll record without Al's if she's not feeling too well or gets too busy. Or if I'm not feeling well or up to actually talking or anything, 
um, we'll just get it to where we record her um, doing an individual podcast because she's going to have everything. She has a login for this channel as well, so she can stream to the channel if she so desires, and we can record from there. Got a lot of faith in me. You think I can talk for an hour? It don't have to be an hour. It could be, at, I mean, at least 30 minutes. Okay. Make it more than 10 minutes. I'll do 11 minutes. Oh, 11 minutes. Okay. Okay. You got to turn You gotta turn it up to 11. Turn it up to 11. God, they don't even do that anymore. That That's no longer a thing anymore. You know that? No. <laughs> All right, I, so- I was quoting another movie. Yeah. All right, we haven't gotten any questions in chat, so that's fine. But we are going to end it here. Thank you again for joining, ladies and gents. Uh, We saw the viewership, or I saw the viewership, jumping up and down. And it was nice to see y'all come in and interact. Um, Wastelander, Baby Mama, Drew even came in for a little bit. I'm guessing he's at work. Yes, definitely at work. Griff. Griff, for sure. And you, at the beginning. And me. Oh, me. I was here. Yeah. That's crazy. So. What was I doing? God only knows. Oh, you uh, added us to test it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But. There's, it has definitely jumped up and down. I've seen it. Yeah. But if you want to support us, um, of course, other than subscribing here on the Twitch channel, you can go to Red Circle and look us up there. And you can also subscribe to us on Red Circle as well. That would be greatly appreciated. But also putting us out there, giving distribution um, to anybody who may be interested. Whether they just want to hear a lot of silliness, maybe they're semi-interested in any type of random topics or what have you. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Um, But we would greatly appreciate the distribution of the name and hopefully uh, we can take this somewhere one day. Yes, definitely. Share, like, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> On all platforms. All platforms that are available. Yeah. So thank you again, guys. Um, and I know Bobby wasn't in here tonight, but uh, I want to thank Bobby Allman, who is the CEO or creator of Warrior Axe Coffee. Stuff is great. And again, they're local to me in South Carolina, and they are veteran-owned. He's retired vet, but also retired LEO, so he's a retired cop. And his wife is actually still active in the Air Force, so it's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Coffee, coffee. (laughs) Huh? Do you have anything to say? Uh, I don't think I have anything really to add to that. Just, you know, come and hang out, interact with us outside of the the recording, definitely through the reply. And if you want to hear our individual craziness, you can follow us also on Twitch. Uh, We've got Joker over here, which is NLMP, as well as myself on Twitch, Alzarahoot92. Awesome. Thank you again, everybody. And we'll see you hopefully next week or on our individual channels. Yep, yep. 
Keep those smiles beaming, peeps. Bye. Bye.